The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. You are listening to the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Welcome down to my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement here in Evergreen Park. Hannah Beth yes. at the other end of the bar. How are you? I'm good. We're back. Have you seen <laughs> these things around Evergreen Park? Have you seen them driving around? No. I, I, I walk the dog and I jump five times. It's scarier than a Michael Myers statue in front of my house. <laughs> They've got all these Buddy the Elfs from the, the movie. There's like oh. life-size Will Ferrell blow-ups. <laughs> That are sitting there in front of people on their lawns. There's got to be about 12 of them in the EP, at least. It's like it's the Christmas decoration of the season. I'm convinced of it. Everywhere I turn, there's a life-size Buddy the Elf blow-up thing. Really? And and the thing is is that it's not just him. It's just a picture of Will Ferrell, life-size, with like, and it's just a white, imagine it like looking like it's a big... just a white blob with his image on the front of it. So this as you're, is a thing? Yeah, so as dusk is falling in the EP and you're walking along, you come around a tree and it looks like there's a dude standing there. <laughs> it scares the bejesus out of me, uh, Hannah. I, I gotta look this up. Oh, I... they're everywhere, these things. They're all over Evergreen Park. They're freaky. I was... Uh, I, the elf inflatable. Oh, yeah, check this out. I mean, it's really strange. And I one of the things I want to do this year, like we did oh, last God, year... Oh, God, it is creepy. It's creepy, isn't it? It's creepy. Santa! Right, <laughs> except ama- like let me tell you something right now. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Those should have been up on Halloween because they've made me jump more than anyone. <laughs> there wasn't a Halloween decoration that was as scary as those things in the in the evening. I took the dog <laughs> out for a walk the other night. I jumped three times. All of them and were it's different. Size is like yeah. Size? Wow, they're like- bigger than me because I'm a short guy. I'm five ten, and obviously Will Ferrell is taller than me, or at least he looks like that in the blow up. But I mean. I jump, it's like there's a six foot four man standing there around the, next to a tree with a weird grin on his face. It scares the heck out of me. That's not a grin, that's pure excitement. Whatever that is. <laughs> he saw it's Santa. It's frightening. You know? I mean, repurpose that for Halloween 2021, folks. That thing's scary out there. They're 50 bucks. The EP podcast brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, iconic structure over at 95th and Pulaski, an amazing customer service, good friends over there. Whether you're saving for your first home, your child's education, or looking ahead to retirement, First National Bank of Evergreen Park has the solutions and expertise to help you reach your savings goals. Their expert team of bankers are here to support you every step of the way with great savings accounts, certificates of deposit, and more to find an account that's right for you. Make an appointment to meet with a banker at bankevergreenpark.com slash Pod. Member FDIC, get that EP Podcast car magnet on the back of your vehicle. You can do it at the eppodcast.com or go through the drive through or walk inside. Normally a great holiday display over at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. It's free. Grab it up there. I was doing a search of all the different podcasts that the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network does, and I was going through different directories, and when I went through the Podbean directory and punched in the EP podcast, two of them popped up. Two. 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 There is a podcast somebody just started 
within the last couple of months called the EP Podcast. What is it about? Not the EP Pod. Not not EP's podcast. Not no. It's it's actually called the exact same thing. Now I have the website. Let me just run down what I have. Can you send a cease and desist? Oh yeah, I've already contacted a lawyer today because I was furrowing my brow. <laughs> I, I have a I have a I have a I have a, a business right that I incorporated in 2018. I have the website, theeppodcast.com. Yeah. I have the podcast, theeppodcast.com. I have the eppodcast.com listed on every single podcast player from iHeartRadio, the Apple Podcast, to Spotify, right? Mm-hmm. I have the social media from your Instagram to your Facebook to your Twitter, right? Right. I'm everywhere on this thing. I am the EP Podcast. Like, I've, I've created this thing and branded this thing and been doing this thing for years. Yeah, there it is. I'm looking at Thank it. Thank you. All right? It's annoying, isn't it? It's not even a variation. He didn't even, like, capitalize anything. It's a, it's a sports? It's a sport. No, listen to how stupid this is. And there, I, there are several episodes. I, he goes back to I, June. No, he goes back to, I want to say April he did his first one. Did his first one in April. Did he not do any research? Did oh, he- I think he did research because when he was probably it, pr- probably submitting it to podcast places, he was getting turned down because Apple doesn't list it because they have very stringent rules. Google Play doesn't list it, right? Spotify doesn't list it. He's not on most of them. And I just sent a letter to Podbean going, I pay you guys money and I've been with you for two and a half years. I have all these different podcasts for you. And I can't believe that you let this guy get listed on your thing when he's clearly ripping off it's my name. It's the same exact name. The exact same name. He at least doesn't have the same logo. Now, here's the thing. He's not in Evergreen Park. He's not in Illinois. He doesn't even have the initials EP. Like, his name is not Elliot Page. Like, that's not his name. <laughs> Who, by the way, is it weird that I think Elliot Page is cute? But anyway, his name is not Elliot Page. Like, I would understand that if Elliot Page or Ellen Page had said, Ellen, I'm gonna, Ellen's gone. Uh, yeah, now it's Elliot. If Elliot would have said, I'm starting a podcast now to declare myself as Elliot Page and been the EP podcast, at least that would make some sort of sense. And that's crazy. But imagine, imagine, Hannah, a guy with the name Austin, and I think his last name starts with an H. The Zone Sports. Who's on a sports station in Utah. Utah. Refers to himself, not as the A-H, which would be his initials, not as Austin, but as the EP. He calls himself the EP. He's like a brand new DJ on some small town Utah station and then started a podcast. He's not even like a main five day a week guy. And the radio station is doing it, which means they're not gonna, they don't wanna get sued. So the radio station's gonna tell them, guess what, buddy, you're changing your name. But I'm gonna have this guy's name changed. Can't well, walk around yeah. call himself the EP. He can't be like, I'm the EP podcast. Find him for like every. I'm not, I don't want any money out of it. I just want him to stop. It, it, it was annoying. It bothered me. It bothered me today. I don't know why it bothered me, but it bothered me today. Is it even good sports talk? I don't you listen know. to it? What, I, what aggravated me, though, is that you know that people look up the show, right? Yeah, and they're getting And cheap. if they get confused, they turn on this and they're like, why is this guy talking about the Utah Jazz? Like, <laughs> did, did, and then they just turn it off. <laughs> Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. 
All right, it's time to check in as we do every once in a while with our good friend from the Village of Evergreen Park, Glenn Panuski. How are you, Glenn? I am doing well. Uh, had a nice Thanksgiving. Kept it just just us, the family, the four of us. Uh, couldn't have been more pleasant. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say that it was so nice we didn't have to do the running around this year, you know. So uh, you, you have to make a positive out of a negative. But, uh, yeah, we, you know, just... Uh, working every day and keeping safe and um, keep at it like this for as long as we need to. Hopefully there's a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel coming, you know, not too long. I got to get over the hump, this, this bad hump first, but uh, you know, hopefully we'll be back to normal summer. Maybe who knows? Well, the thing is, I love that evergreen park is still trying to find every possible way to give some sort of normalcy. I saw that the ice rink is going to open up. It's going to be reservation only. You can give us the details on that. But I want to say before you do that that is so big here in this house. My son, Dominic, that's his only sport. That's all he wants to play with the latest round of shutdowns. He even lost practices. He hasn't been able to play in a game since back in February or March. And he's been at least been able to get together with his team. And it's been like a palpable sense of depression with this kid. I'm not joking where he just looks down because he can't lace up his skates. And the fact that you have an outdoor rink and you're going to be opening it up, trust me, it it brought a smile to his face when I told him about it yesterday. Give us the details. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that about an outdoor rink because I remember when that thing was first built, there was a lot of, oh, this should have been an indoor rink. That way you could have used it year-round a lot of, well, now it's kind of working out in our favor that, you you know, it's an outdoor rink. But, uh, well, actually they have the, uh, the skating, the hockey clinic, actually opened the Artie Kerr Hockey Clinic. That actually opens up on Thursday, the 10th of uh, December. Uh, I think I want to say 5 o'clock, but I'll have the information on that out on the out on the website. Um, but then it's open to the public the very next day, the 11th, uh, at 5 o'clock, uh, 5 o'clock for, um, I, I guess we can't say open skate. I guess you'd have to say reserved open skate uh, from five to seven, and then hockey uh, from seven to nine. And and basically, because they've got to limit it to twenty people, uh, they do ask you to uh, make a reservation, you know, with the uh, recreation department. And about that, the village hall is still open. The community center is open. I mean, they have to buzz you in because they don't want big groups coming in. But you can come in and make your reservation, you know, there at the. Uh, uh, the recreation department or call or, you know, by email too. So uh, their number over there, of course, is 708-229-3373. Those are the first two dates, you know, the Friday, the 11th, and then uh, they have hockey the evening of Sunday, the uh, 13th. And they're going to be adding more dates to that, but and they're going to amend the way that they do this, you know, in order to make it work the best for everybody. But, you know, they're kind of in the, unchartered territory here so they're they're doing the best they can to to make it work so now i know you have other things that you probably want to bring up that are going on around the village but i'm kind of excited about uh you've asked me to be a part of your candlelight theater the the review that you're doing on on sunday nights you go on the village website and you can actually see these weekly shows that are being put on and then there's a rerun on wednesdays that streams for 24 hours on the website as well and you asked me to do something Christmassy. I have my idea. I'm ready to go. It's going to be spectacular. It, is, you know, I got to do things my way, Glenn. And, and here's what's happening with that too. 
um, to kind of dovetail into something else. Naturally, with the village, uh, they couldn't do the Dickens Fest, which really hurts us. And we had a lot of fun. You and I worked that one together last year. And, um, and, and that ties into the tree lighting. And the tree lighting is not public. However, the mayor is going to do something virtually. So that'll be the kickoff. Now we've got a, a series of four Sundays in a row where we are doing the uh, Christmas episodes. We've done nine episodes up until this point, you know, of, of our people coming in and doing skits and songs. A lot of these were pre-recorded back in August, September. Uh, now we are slowly t- putting together Christmas material. And yes, so I'd asked you a while back if you'd be interested in coming in because uh, people may remember you were in our Christmas show last year when we did the radio show. And that was a, a ton of fun. So, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see what you got under uh, under your hat. <laughs> well, this one, this one, I'm keeping this one close to the vest. I'm not revealing it to anybody. All I want from you is I need a I need a I need a chair, nice little Christmas cozy scene. All right, and and a, and a single spotlight, and uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be classic. This is gonna be something that people are gonna watch over and over again. I want a trend. All right. I want like I want to be shareable. Is is the video shareable? Because, I mean, like when this thing comes out, it's going to be big, Glenn. Yeah. Lately, what we've been doing is we put the show on Sundays and then a repeat on Wednesday. I got what we're probably going to be doing with the Christmas ones is just leaving it, you know, leaving them online um, just so people can hit it anytime they want. And uh, yes, your bit will make that shareable. Absolutely. That's good, because I my intention is to upstage the mayor. He's gonna light the tree, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna light I'm gonna light it, whatever it is. I'm lighting it the next week. There you go. Well, there you go. The other thing I got it. You know, we just have to throw this little uh, disclaimer in. Um, when you shoot, when we shoot your scene uh, next week, there are you know everything social distance. It's you on the stage, me on the floor behind the camera, person up in the spotlight booth. You know, there's. I mean, we, we couldn't be more social distance. And then after you're done, you know, we spray disinfectant all over the place <laughs> as we would do before you come on. So uh, well, I will promise you know, I will promise for the safety of everybody involved that I will take a shower that day before I arrive. So I'll be clean. OK, you know, I naturally, you know, I mean, we, we are concerned about that. All these other programs that have been going on with the recreation department, you know, the dance classes and the youth department, you know, they're not canceled. We just kind of hit the pause button. I can't wait for this is over because I can't wait to come back and do an interview with you and your at your nine foot bar. Well, you know, Glenn, we're safe down here. I mean, I'll mask up for you if you want to come over, but but we we can do this. We'll do it eventually. Don't worry. Look, man, I'm feeling frisky these days. I'm seeing I'm seeing vaccine <laughs> plans. I'm uh, you know I, I I I'm really really looking forward to a little bit of a break here for the holidays and. The year is going to end, and I just heard the other day that uh, it's possible that when this all started, this is a great story, and, and and hopefully this will all come together the way that I expect it to. When this all started, the show before everything shut down, we had the organizers for the Southside Irish Parade on, and they were talking about how they didn't want to stop the parade, and then, of course, everything shuts down. They couldn't do it. Right. I have heard word this week they want to talk about the next parade that they still think could happen in 2021. I I, I don't know if that's even possible, but it, there's at least hope out there. And I'm excited about that. They're talking about people going to baseball games starting in next season. I'm excited. 
you know, and, and, and people are, are back and forth about with this vaccine that you're hearing, and I'm no doctor, although I was at my doctor yesterday for another reason, not COVID. Um, and he's like, absolutely, you're gonna, you want to trust the, the vaccine. You know, he goes, I'm going to take it. And, and he says, and I just said, well, yeah, they want the medical professionals to take it first, and you know, we need you guys. And he says, we need everybody. So, you know, I know there are people who are who distrust it, and I'm not going to get into that argument, but... You know, if, if Dr. Fauci and my primary tell me it's okay, I'm going with it. So, Glenn Panuski, I look forward to unveiling my Christmas gift to Evergreen Park on your program coming up here very soon on the 13th of December. And thanks for checking in with us. We'll talk with you soon. You got it, my friend. Thank you. If you own a business, Evergreen Park's own Elite Benefits of America wants to remind you that health insurance open enrollments are either happening now or coming very quickly. And this is the time to review and implement a health care plan to make or keep you as the employer of choice. Deadlines for open enrollment range between November 1st and January 1st. Get ahead of the curve. The Small Business Special Enrollment Period, part of the Affordable Care Act, now allows employers with 49 employees and under to offer health benefits without contributing a dime to the employee plan. Help your employees save money on taxes with health insurance they're already paying for with their hard-earned dollars. Butch Zemar from Elite Benefits of America wants you to reach out to him today. Visit EliteBenefits.net or call 708-535-3006. This week on Eating Evergreen Park, we travel the Durbins in Evergreen. And I gotta tell you, right now, we have the owner, Shannon Corcoran, sitting here with Nancy. Nancy runs the whole thing, right, Shannon? Yeah, 14 years in February. 14 years in February, yes. huh? All right, so you've seen a lot of changes. Like, I remember, I used to come into this place, I'll be honest with the both of you. I used to come into this place with my dad after Sox games. Shannon, Durbin's has been around since, what, 87? 1987, yep. It started in Durbin's in Burbank on 79th and State Road. Who started the whole thing? Give me the, give me the background on it. My dad and my uncle started it. And what was the idea behind it? Like, they just were like, we want to start a place? I mean, because I was asking you beforehand, like, is there somebody by the last name of Durbin? You're like, no, the first place they bought was called Durbin's, and that's how we ended up with the name. Yep, that's it. That's crazy. That's a great story. Yeah, that was it. It was just a farmhouse for years, and since then they put five additions on that. It was just a small tavern, and now there's six Durbins, seven Durbins, and uh, from Midlothian, Tinley Park, Hayless Hills, Frankfurt, and, and it's and it's Evergreen Park, and it's all a family business. So how long has this one been here? Because it feels like it's been here forever. Like I, I, I went by this when I was a teenager. I know. You're not that young. <laughs> what about what about Nancy? How long do you think this place has been here? Well, Tailgate Bills was the bar before this, and I worked. Like, Tailgate Bills was the first bar I ever drank in, and I was <laughs> 16. <laughs> I'm not sure how long it's been here. Uh, I feel like I know this. I know that I, I, I'm completely sure that it was called Durbin's when I was walking around in here in 20 years ago. Like I, no, it was not it Bill. wasn't. Uh-uh. You're kidding me. And then it used to have the it, tailgate fills at the drive-through smoke right. cigarette shop. Yeah. Our drive-through that we get pizzas out of now used to be a drive-through for cigarettes. Right. 
just cigarettes or was it liquor too? Cigarettes. Just cigarettes. So it's a it's a long time thing. There's been something here. But the other thing is the fact that like I feel like most of the people in this area, Mount Greenwood, Evergreen Park, they kind of got an idea of what this place is, right? And they, they're kind of like, oh, it's been here forever, but you've done these huge improvements. I mean, my wife here wants me to take the paneling you put on the wall and put it in my living room. So, I mean, she, she's digging the, she's digging the layout here inside of the new Durbans. And, and so, like, where, what happened? Take, take me through it. You walk in here one day and you're like, things need to change. My father did, actually. They had the place up for sale for a while because it just wasn't thriving anymore. And then they came in and just decided over COVID to, since people couldn't be in here, to just tear down and start redoing and cleaning up, try to bring back some of the people that we may have lost over the years. And um, we did, a, did an amazing job. We started with the inside and uh, redid the outside painting everything. and. The roof, the parking lot, as good as we could, and trying to just go to every area and improve it. It's all come together really well. Yeah, it looks it looks absolutely wonderful, and you kept some of the things that people are used to. Nancy, I was surprised to find out from Shannon that the drive-through window still gets an awful lot of work. Like people are able to come by right now if they want to order food from Durbin's, and not only do you have the contactless delivery, but you also have basically contactless pickup because you don't have to go inside the place to pull up to a drive-thru right here with your own parking lot. I mean, it's really a great location. you got a great setup. It's it's nice because people can just pull up to the window. They don't have to get out of their car. Um, in the freezing cold. In the freezing cold. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't want to get out of the I don't want to get out of the car. I, I get to pull up and you just hand it through the window for me. I'm, I'm all for that. So, I mean, this is quite an operation, though, if you think about it, because you got you got a restaurant bar. You got a your big beautiful tent outside. It's heated, and and you have this drive-through, and you have all these different ways for people to be able to get the food. And I'm sitting here right now. Tell me what I'm eating here because we do this thing. My wife's over here chowing down, so I'm going to ask her about it here in a second. But it's really good. But I, that's the thing I never like. When I used to stop in at a Durbin's, it would be we're getting a bucket of beers, and we're getting a pizza. And the pizza's great here. But we're not, I'm not having the pizza tonight. What is this? The Kelly special. It's a sandwich that my sister Kelly actually made up years ago, and my dad wanted to put it on the menu. It's a filet mignon butterfly with uh, on garlic bread with mozzarella cheese, and it's our top-selling sandwich. I hate to say because my sister made it up, but it is. And then we have the Shannon special, which is named after me because my dad felt bad that it was good to my sister. <laughs> and the best part is I said, what's the best thing here? And you had to begrudgingly say the Kelly. What's, so what's the what's the Shannon? Well, it's a ribeye, which my brothers always say that my sister has the leaner one because she's much skinnier than me. So and the ribeye's fatty, but it's delicious still. It's my dad's favorite. And it's a ribeye, same butterfly, or not butterfly, ribeye on garlic bread with mozzarella cheese. And it's another top seller. I'm going to tell you, this one here with the filet, it is. I mean, I, I took a bite of it while we were talking, and you were laughing beforehand. Like, you're going to eat while we're talking? I'm like, yeah, professional. I can eat while I'm talking. It was easy because the half it melted in my mouth when I was eating it. That's incredible. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. I've never, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I mean, honest to goodness, I just always kind of saw Durbin's as, hey, you walk in here, you get a couple of beers, you, you kind of get out of here. There's some really solid food offerings that you have here. It's a hidden gem. So, sweetheart. Eating Evergreen Park. We haven't done one of these in a while, oh and and now you got you fight. We finally got a new spot that we're going to stop in in Evergreen Park. 
tell me what your expectation was walking in the Durbans and what you actually got when you sat down. Well, I did really think that we were just going to have like a pizza, like a bar pizza and stuff like that. And then um, Shannon decided to, you know, tell us to get the Kelly and wow. Wow, I can tell you this smells in your mouth so much that you don't even need to like put anything on it. Like you don't need mayo, you don't need ketchup or anything like that. And, and it, it's salty enough with the garlic bread, but also it's like nice and creamy with the mozzarella cheese. It's just perfect. It's a perfect sandwich, and it, I, it's definitely something you should just come in and try. And it's not heavy. No. That's what I like about it. It's not heavy because. Like you can go, you would come in and you would order this and oh, yeah. still feel like you were protecting your girlish figure. Yeah, yeah. So if, if I, as long as I don't eat all the French fries that are on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think a lot of people have heard us and, and have heard your ad already on the EP podcast, the world famous pizza. Is that still the number one seller here? Pizza is our number one seller. Yeah, it is. It's always been. Uh, we have thin crust, thick crust, stuffed, pan style. Uh, a big seller is our barbecue chicken, our buffalo chicken. Italian beef and jardinier. Italian beef and jardinier. Uh, you can pretty much get any toppings. Uh, ham and pineapple. We get a lot of chicken and pineapple, like California style. So we do have a big variety that are all delicious. And every Monday we have half-price pizza and for pickup, delivery, and carry-out on any size pizza on Mondays. And then on Fridays, we have half-price pizza on large uh, pizza, one-ingredient pizzas uh, for pickup, delivery, and dine-in also as well. Yeah, the pizza's a big seller over here. You know, the, the thing that I'm most impressed with is literally just coming in here and feeling like I'm in a new place. I'll be honest with you, Shannon. I come walking in here, and I'm like, wow. Like, it's this is a new bar. It's got the same name, but this this is a new this is a new restaurant bar here in Evergreen Park. That's the way it feels. Yeah, we're feeling really good about it as well. <laughs> Community place. I love the regular guys here. That's my favorite part is all the people that come in. You see the same people at faces every day. They support us so much. They're always wanting to help out. I love the community of the place. It's all local people that will uh, help us. If a light bulb goes out, they're going to help us put it in. Or, you know, we have electricians. The electrical problem, they're out there looking in our box, you know. So. We were sitting here, and we were sitting here, and a guy walked over, and he's like, hey, it looks like you need somebody to fix your door. And you're like, yeah. And he's like, I can take care of that for you. Yeah. I, I fix doors. I love this place. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Everybody <laughs> is always willing to help. And like I said, the community, I love the neighborhood. Uh, I've hung around in Evergreen Park for many years, so and I really love the opportunity to come back here and make this place better for the community because I knew that they would like to be in their community and support other businesses in the community. So I knew it would happen if we came back and showed them we were making improvements that they all wanted to come back to Durban's, you know? Yeah, it was a big deal. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. It's, it's a big deal to me to see how Durban's has kind of made its improvements. And Nancy, you've been here for, for a while now, 14 years, I think, was what you told me. And to you, when you walk around this place, are you surprised at the difference that right now we have inside of Durban's? Yes, it really looks nice. Um, I really like it a lot. It's, our customers love it. Everybody, just having your customers come in and say, oh my God, wow, this is nice. And they love it. Just hearing them say that. If I had to pick one thing, like we talked about the Kelly, which which I love. 
Um, and no offense, Shannon, I, I didn't get your sandwich because you understood that the Kelly was the better of the two sandwiches. Um, but if if there, that's definitely something to try when you walk in, the pizza something to try when you walk in. Is there anything else that comes off the top of your head? Uh, if not, if not a uh, a food item, a drink item, something that somebody might want to try when they come walking in here, what would you tell them? You know, honestly, I love so many things on the menu. We have delicious ribs. Our shrimp is delicious. Our chicken wraps, our turkey clubs are so good. Um, and it's all in a new kitchen. You, like, upgraded yeah. the kitchen, too. All new equipment. We have uh, everything, unfortunately. Shannon, I need, you're, you're in the upgrading mood. I got some upgrades at my house if you want to stop by and upgrade. Shannon's tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, Shannon and Nancy, I want to say thanks so much for having us over here as guests to kind of hang out at Durbin's. And I think Evergreen Park has a, a brand new hang. It's, it's funny. It's a new old hangout because, like, people know that it's here, but it's, 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 they don't realize what it is that's sitting here. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. I also wanted to mention that we have uh, catering for the holidays as well, all kinds of specials going on for uh, contactless pickup, delivery. If uh, you were having small gatherings with your family, keep us in mind. Uh, you should see our specials on Facebook and on our website. Well, Shannon, I enjoy the bucket of beers and the great food and the, and the, and the great atmosphere, and uh, Durbin's is going to become a regular spot for me. Well, great. Thank you so much for stopping by. I enjoyed it, too. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. My parents won't throw anything out. My, my dear parents, they always think I want their junk. So what happens is he decides that he's buying a new manger seat. Okay. This is typical mom and dad Lanuti. He wants to buy a new manger for his scene that he puts out in front of the house. It used to be lights and candy canes yeah. and all the excitement. Now they're the old people that just put out a single spotlight on a manger. That's what they do. Fine. He doesn't want to climb up on the side of the roof anymore. And, and, it, and, and all the holly and jolly is gone. It's just the manger scene in the front. Like the old people in your neighborhood. They yeah. become the old people in the neighborhood. All right. So this is what he's decided he wants to go and do. But he wants a brand new one with a floor. He shows me this thing. He a shows floor. me a picture. Oh, it's got a floor. It's got a wood floor to it. And it's he got just didn't have a wood doors floor? that open up to it. And you put all the different caricatures in there. It was dirt, wasn't it? It was probably dirt. And then yeah. and I, were you there? And then there was there's like a there's a like Brian a roof Williams. to it and I everything was there. else. All right. So anyway, he's got this thing and he goes, Do you want my old one? And I go, I don't, I don't, I don't. Because I know. the one that's in your yard right now? It's in the front yard right now. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know I don't want this because he always gives me his junk. But I'm like, ah, all right, well, what kind of condition Can't is it? Can't say no to Jesus. I don't know. I go, what kind of condition is it? Because I, the one I've been having is falling apart. Okay. And I have the figurines. I have the light up Mary and the light up Joseph and the light yeah. up Jesus. 
But the the little stable that goes around it was just basically just hodgepodge that I would set up every year. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, if you think that it's in good shape, he's like, it's in perfect shape. The only reason I'm getting another one is because I wanted this bigger one. This is in perfect shape. Perfect shape, Hannah. Perfect shape. He brings the thing over to me in a box <laughs> in, I want to say, October because he's cleaning out his garage. So whenever he's cleaning out his garage, he brings his junk to me. Yeah. And he and, and I'm supposed to feel like I think he goes home and he goes, I'm still taking care of the kid. He's 43 years old, still taking care of him. But what he's really doing is he's avoiding the fee for having large items taken away by the garbage man. <laughs> That's what he's really doing. So he brings this thing over to me. And after he brings it over, to me, as as he puts it up against the house, a board falls out. <laughs> and I go, I thought this thing was in good shape. Go, oh, that one board, that one board. Everything's fine. But that one board. OK. That, w- that, that one board. How long has he out. had this? I don't know how long he's had it. He's like, you could just nail that in. I'm like, all right, fine. So I set up the, th- I set it up when I set up all the Christmas decorations, put the whole thing out there, got the little Mary, got the little Jesus, got the little, the little Joseph out there. They're all lit up. They're all plugged in the extension cord. I've got the whole thing set up and it's sitting there and it's fine. It's got the one little board and I go, all right, I'll, I'll put the board on in a couple of days here. I'm, I'll work on it in a few days. Today, my wife comes walking in and goes, the, uh, the, the manger scene is destroyed. And I go, why? She goes, the wind blew it over and it broke into a bunch of pieces. All it did was fall over in the grass, Hannah. I go out there. All the boards have come off of the thing. It's basically a skeleton with a bunch of plywood laying around next to it. Yeah. It's completely fallen apart. It's being held together by, base, by staples. The whole thing's being held together. It's wood being held together with staples. It I'm going to shoddiest piece of garbage I noticed it earlier when I was going to my doctor's appointment I passed by y'all's house yeah. and I looked looks and like I'm a tornado like, hit it. so I was like oh one of their decorations is messed yeah. up I did notice that. yeah it looks like a, it looks like a tornado <laughs> hit it so I'm out there now and I'm like all right fine I'm just gonna grab some nails I'm gonna I'm gonna put this thing back together no problem whatsoever I nail all the boards back into the thing I set it up I'm standing there looking at it going good for me the thing collapses again <laughs> now I'm just angry because I'm like, all right, I, I'm not, I don't have a manger anymore. I threw out the one that I had because this one was supposedly so much better. So if I don't fix this now, I don't have a manger scene. And I'm, and I'm, I'm aggravated about it. So now I go and I get roofing nails. I'm like, I'm going to get the, oh. the strongest, yeah. most deadly, most, this is going to hold this thing together no matter what. Well, it ain't nails out apart. of the basement, yeah. right? And I go and I start putting roofing nails into it, right? Okay. I got about halfway through the thing. As I'm pounding the roofing nails in one side, the other part of it's falling apart. So if you go buy it right now, it's a skeleton with some of the boards reattached and the other boards are just laid against it. Because I feel like this is a more realistic representation because this this was a this was a dumpy place where Jesus was born. <laughs> My my major scene is probably the most. It's got nails sticking out of it. It's got parts. It, one of the boards broke in half when I got aggravated and hit it a little bit too hard and split the board in half. I mean, and then I just got angry and kicked the thing over. And then my my son Nicholas, the five year old, goes, "Dad, did it break again?" And I go, "Yeah." I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Maybe you shouldn't have kicked it." Like I mean, that's how it was going out in front of the house. And this is because I take their crap all the time, and every time I take their garbage. Every time I take their garbage, I tell myself I'm never taking their garbage again because I'm just waste removal. That's all I am. They, they could have somebody come and remove the waste, but what they do is they go, you would love this, Chris. Do you want this? And then I take it. You know they were in their car today and they were driving along going, yeah, Chris put up that uh, that manger set. 
Good thing we're taking care of that kid still. And I'm outside with a hammer swearing for an hour and a half. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nudie. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Lancia. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.